running to your randos. Hey, all you sexy bastards, you. <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Phantom at Random Podcast. It's the same party's day. It's the same party's day. You're, you're the accent guy. You mm. need to carry me in this one. Sometimes I can do like great Irish, but then it turns into Borat and then maybe a little <laughs> bit of Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Fucking, I don't Putin? know. Putin? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, right. Well, what, what's up, everybody? Welcome back <laughs> to the Fandom at Random podcast. I am Ed at Random. I have my co-host. Brian at Random. And we have a very special guest on the podcast. Very special, yeah. Who goes by G-Money. G-Money. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my brother-in-law, Nick. But we are going to... I think G-Money. That's... that's. I think we need to go with that. Yeah. Stick with G-Money. First non-random guest we've had on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a... And again, if you're noticing, if you're following our upload schedule, normally we upload these episodes on a Friday. Hashtag Fandom Friday. Yep. We're going to be uploading this one on a Saturday. And you know what? I think that may be for the best because yesterday, man, you know what yesterday was? Mm. Oh... It was Friday the 13th. Yeah. Jason's day. And he got, like, overshadowed by virus and toilet paper, you know? <laughs> Fudge, man. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. And we are going to in the news at random. We've got an entire corona section in the news at random. But, Nick, man, G-Money, I'm excited to have you on. Thank you very much. It's yeah. an honor. <laughs> it is so, an honor. And Brian, I mean, he's another car enthusiast. I mean, Nick is a mechanic. I know you're a former oh, mechanic. Yeah. I mean, we need to have him back on at some point, maybe do most iconic like cars Batmobiles. in film history. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of them, man. Dukes of Hazard, Batmobile, the DeLorean. That'd be a fun one. Like top 10 most iconic cars. I would love that one. But... That's not what this episode is about. Uh, we're kissing the Blarney Stone the Blarney on this one. Stone. But before we do any of that, uh, cheers, gentlemen, and let's get into the news at random. Welcome back into the news at random. Hey, a bit, 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 a bit. Brian, back to you. Oh, I forgot to silence my phone. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's the top of the show, Doc. It's in red. First, silence your phone. Damn it. This is what happens when we get drunk before the show. Exactly. But it's going to be interesting because of that. Because it's St. Paddy's. It's St. Paddy's Day. So. Unfortunately, Brian, uh, I think this is going to be a recurring staple of the News at Random segment at for the least, foreseeable future. At least for a little bit. But we're, we need to talk coronavirus updates, COVID-19, mm -hmm. as the, the kids are calling it these days. Yes, because coronavirus is a broad term for anyone who didn't know. COVID-19 is the specific virus. Yeah. yeah. So... I mean, dude, we can kind of rifle through this. If you guys want to chime in and stop me, if you want to elaborate on any more of this, but we have, it's just insane. So this is officially a global pandemic. It's been named a pandemic by who? The WHO, which... I was about to be a, well, by Donald yeah. Trump, the <laughs> WHO. <laughs> yeah. Which I found it funny. Yeah, there was a, an awesome tweet online about, um, so the WHO... Uh, after they named this a pandemic, they did they did come out and state that it can't be transferred or it can't be transmitted by animals, especially dogs. Um, and at that point, 
um, somebody said, okay, well, who let the dogs out? I, I kind of butchered <laughs> that joke, but... You know, it, I it, saw that. Yeah, though, yeah, it, it was, was it was a funny, it was, it was a funny tweet. Yeah. But I mean, at this point, dude, again, we're from New England. If you're listening to this outside New England, so Market Basket's kind of the go-to shopping supermarket. But dude, Dude-Muda's. it's like apocalypse now in there. Oh yeah, like if people are shanking people you, over toilet if you've paper. You've ever seen Contagion? Matt Damon with his gun in there, like get get away, get away. You know. It's That's crazy. It I mean, right canned now. goods. I mean, it's empty shelves. It's insanity. Baby wipes. Like, it is. People are stabbing people over baby wipes. It's crazy. It is. Um, I mean, let's talk sports for a minute. I mean, the NBA, the mm. NHL, the XFL, NCAA tournament, March Madness. It's all been suspended indefinitely. I posted something on Instagram like, all these sports are getting canceled and us gamers are over here like, yeah. Yeah, if you're a gamer, it's good times, man. Quarantine and chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a bummer. Um, you know, if, if you're a sports fan, I mean, there's there's nothing on right now. No. Bowling. <laughs> uh, yeah, bowling. Hell yeah. Strike. <laughs> uh, Disney World and Disneyland in California. Yeah. Um, down in Florida, Europe, they've all closed indefinitely. Yeah. So insanity. All the late night shows, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, they've all been filming with no live audience. I yeah. don't know if you've seen any of this, but it's it's like awkward. Like they're cracking jokes, and they have like literally five people in the in the crowd just going like, <laughs> <laughs> yay! Like part of those shows are the audience clapping and laughing about it. Otherwise, it's just like your weird touchy uncle trying to crack a racist <laughs> uh, no, joke. No like, one likes uh, Uncle Touchy, right, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Franny. Uh, uh. <laughs> but uh, the Dow, man, the stock market, it continues That's to the, drop. It bounced back a little bit today, but we're, we're going back into a recession. Everyone's worried about catching the virus, dude. I'm worried about the economy going... You know. So, I mean, anybody that was planning on retiring, like, this yeah. spring or summer... I just got a good IRA, and now it's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all gone. Yeah. It's gone, so... It's gone, so... Let's talk, uh, let's talk actors and actresses for a minute. This was some of the bigger news that broke, but uh, right. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, yeah. both tested positive for coronavirus mm-hmm. while filming the... Uh, it's an Elvis Presley-related movie. In Australia. Uh, Tom Hanks is actually playing Elvis's manager, but yeah, crazy man. I mean, they came out to social media. Did you see Tom Hanks' eldest son? Yeah, he was like had no. He was shirt all on. he was all like tatted up <laughs> yeah. and shit. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yo, so I know you heard, but Tom, my father, he got the the COVID nineteen. <laughs> you know, um, it was he was weird. gangster as shit. Yeah, I'm like saw bits and pieces of it, but yeah, I mean that weird. that <laughs> that dropped on social media. I'm like, dude, I'm like, you couldn't at least like throw a shirt on yeah. like you had to show off the tats for that <laughs> but tom hanks and rita wilson they uploaded a video they both said they're going to be fine yeah they're looking like they're doing okay i mean they're millionaires we and, all know they survive <laughs> you know oh yeah absolutely e3 yeah. the electronic entertainment expo we one knew of that was coming the biggest where most of the big announcements in gaming happen it's been canceled yep uh microsoft and nintendo others you know ubisoft they are all they've all come out they're going to be dedicated now to releasing their own digital marketing events later this year i'm um, brian i think this is the last nail in the coffin for yeah, e3 sony two years in a row even before any of this shit came out said they weren't going yeah nintendo's been doing their own treehouse shit microsoft's been kind of getting into that mm-hmm. it's it's changed man the infrastructure has changed people aren't going to these big conventions anymore instead 
these people, it's like, why, why get overshadowed at an event with my competitors when I can release my own content online digitally yeah. to everyone at once? Cheaper, easier. If the viewership is there this year, I think uh, next year we'll see E3 probably not happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next, let's go to movies and uh, let me talk about this for a minute. Ready? Yes, that's right. A quiet place, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> you got to stay uh, silent on that one. Uh, that release has been delayed indefinitely, uh, along with Moana, along with the new James Bond film, yep. and a bunch of other films. Seriously, they're they're all being delayed. Them. Yeah. They're all being delayed because guess what? People don't want to go into theaters, crowded theaters. Yeah. Theater? No. No. And if you I don't want to go there. I it it's tricky, man. I mean, like a lot of these a lot of these films I was excited about, but I don't want to yeah. sit in a theater next to you and be like, bro, like, all right, let's get ready for this film. Someone sits next to us and be like, Oh yeah, I can't wait for <laughs> Dude, you can hear <laughs> like <laughs> even in a regular theater, you can hear somebody like <clears throat> Like if I'm sitting in a theater right now and I hear that, I'm running. I'm just out um bouncing. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh Comic Cons Ace Comic Con, which you were actually going Son to. Son of a bitch. At least they're uh, fully refunding people. But yeah, we were going to go and they have canceled. Yeah, Northeast Comic Con and it, it, pretty much any convention in America right now is being canceled. There's school yeah. closings literally everywhere. I've even heard rumors that, you know, a lot of, again, we're already in March and then April vacation hits. I heard a lot of counties are literally considering. Keeping the kids out through April vacation, yep. then having them come back after that. But it's it's just insanity. Massachusetts, again, we're we're recording this in New Hampshire, but we both we're both from Mass. Yeah. Uh, they've declared a state of emergency. I'm sure New Hampshire is not far behind. I'm sure. They already declared um the Trump came out, it's federally a nationwide state of emergency. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that, Brian, I appreciate you even making the trek here, man. And you, Nick, too, amid the pandemic. We, it was tough. We braved the storm. I mean, the cars all at a dead stop on the highway. I had to move a couple with my bumper. And, you know, <laughs> Rick from The Walking Dead tried to ambush me and steal my supplies, <laughs> but I made it. Awesome. So hopefully the trek back isn't as bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, too. Uh, coronavirus patients who refuse to self-isolate, so self-quarantine, they actually are facing murder charges in Italy. So if Jesus you're in Italy, Christ. again, Italy's on a complete <laughs> quarantine lockdown. If you decide not to self-quarantine, you come out and you infect somebody and they can pretty much say, hey, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? Murder. <laughs> you might as well be OJ at that Hang point. Hang him up. Get him. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, last bit, a couple last tidbits of Corona news, then we'll get into some, the news at random in earnest. Um, concerts, man. Concerts as well. They are suffering. Live Nation is all down. I yeah. mean, Madonna, Pearl Jam, Miley Cyrus. Who, who's this next one? Uh, Billy Eilish. I think we can <laughs> all agree that there's no hard loss there. <laughs> <laughs> so according to Brian, the Billy Eilish, the that's Billie also Eilish, very sad. Yeah. They've all canceled tours, but... Yeah. You and I, we were supposed to go to a local concert tonight, mm -hmm. Old Soul, which if yeah. you're listening, check them out. They're on Spotify. They're on pretty much everything. They're great. Terrific band based out of Lowell. Again, Old Soul, one word. Uh, they canceled their show tonight. They were on a, this was the last leg of their kind of East Coast release. Mm -hmm. And it, it sucks, man. Everything's shutting down. But at the end of the day, Brian, we will still always have, who has our back? 
Our number one sponsor. Oh, of course. Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> Our number one sponsor, Pornhub, man. They're trying to make things right in the world again. I mean, they're offering free premium access accounts to all Italian residents that are quarantined, which you've got nothing better to do. What are you going to do, man? Got nothing better to do? You just got to do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're donating all of their March profits to help battle coronavirus. Let, let's give them a hand. And it, Let's give them a hand. Only one hand, though. Only one hand. <laughs> the other I'm hand's busy. I'm giving them a hand. <laughs> and if you're in the mood, I heard that coronavirus porn is kind of the thing right now. So go ahead and type it in and, you know. Is that is that true? It's a truth. That's yes, a real it's a thing. A real thing right now. Oh no, Daddy, I'm sick. I don't. wouldn't know because come on, I don't. Is you that know, that's not really a thing? I I've heard news reports. It is a real thing, dude. They had Ebola porn when we had the Ebola scale. Like it, nothing surprises man, me. Man, humanity, you know? yeah, humanity never surprises me. Stabbing people over toilet paper. I love it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> jerking off over the coronavirus. All right, let's oh, uh, <laughs> let's get back to some actual fun and upbeat pop culture news in the news at random. A couple quick things to cover before we get into the fandom focus of the week. Focus! Which, again, is going to be Ireland-related. Ireland. St. Patrick's Day-related. But before we do, Reggie. His body is Reggie. Reginald. Reggie Phil Ames. Uh, he joins the GameStop board of directors. Again, Reggie Phil Ames, formerly the face of Nintendo America, the captain of all Nintendo memes. Brian, I mean, dude, this is a tough task. Yeah. I mean, you're a gamer. Talk about GameStop for a minute. What the hell can this guy do to bring them off the brink? Oh, Jesus. I Especially don't even with know. digital gaming and digital downloads so prominent. Honestly, I they've been doing what they can by selling like digital codes, adding digital bonuses when you buy a physical copy. They really have been doing what they can. I don't know. Maybe give more money when you're trading in physical stuff, <laughs> like not ripping their customers off. But well, I mean that, that's kind of their business model. You buy a game yeah. for sixty dollars, you go back two days later after beating the game, and it's like, oh yeah, well, it's in good condition. Here's a buck twenty. And they have these new programs like the buyback program. If you don't like the game in the first forty-eight hours, you can bring it back for full store credit. So they've been trying, but. It's a tough one. I mean, there's physical always copies be, are dead, man. There's always going to be people out there who like physical copies, like me. But even I have been getting into the digital library thing, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Let's talk Legos real quick. Lego. Who's not a fan of Legos? Not me. Lego and Nintendo—they're teaming up. Super Mario themed play sets. Have you seen this trailer, Brian? Have they never had a Super Mario set? I don't know. I don't I have know. I have to go back and look, but though, this no. is pretty. This is pretty sweet. <laughs> if you if you get a chance, check out the trailer. Yeah. It's like a little digital Mario, and he actually interacts as you build. You actually build like a level, <laughs> and you move Mario That's through the level, sweet. and it does all the sound effects. And oh shit! It's pretty damn cool. I mean, Nintendo. If nothing else, they're really good at thinking outside the box. We've, yeah, you know, we've seen that with Labo. We've seen that with multiple things over the years. But right. Nick. I want to talk to you about this next Whoa. one because I know you're Nick, a fan of this. Nick, where'd you come from? <laughs> I need you chiming in here, bro. Mm. Get on in. Get on in. Rob Gronkowski, Gronk himself, is nearing a deal with the WWE, the World Wrestling. Oh, I don't I even know what the E this. stands for because I'm a WWF guy. Entertainment. <laughs> Entertainment. Thank <laughs> think, you, Brian. Yeah. What do you think about Gronk going to the WWE? The WWE. The WWE. <laughs> I. 
I'm not down with that. You're not down <laughs> with it? No, I like Gronk playing football. I agree. Mm. I mean, to me, it's like the reason he left football is because he said he physically was not able to play football yeah. anymore. It took too much of a toll. I mean, now you're stepping in a ring and you're getting... Arguably, dude, wrestling takes more of a toll than football. I mean... The dude's had like three spinal fusions at this point, yeah. multiple concussions. I mean, I'd have to guess if he is coming into the WWE, they're probably going to bring him in on a very limited basis. Probably no... Maybe like Stephen Amell with uh, coming in for like guest stars. And Even Amell, like dude. I mean, that was a great match. Yeah, it was. He went above and beyond, so I, I applaud Amell with that, but I can't see Gronk doing any of that. If Mickey Rourke has taught me anything, it's that wrestling beats up people. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's hurt, man. Yeah. But that movie, The Wrestler, man, he was addicted to painkillers, jumping off ropes, committing suicide. It was all madness. Spoilers, you know? bro. Uh, Come on. Too bad you haven't seen it yet. Go <laughs> fudgical yourself. <laughs> uh, speaking of Patriots news, Tom Brady watched 2020. It's still on, man. And this is even if even if you're not a Patriots fan. I mean, if you're even a not even a football fan but just sports in general yeah tom brady is one of the if not the biggest icon in sports ever and the fact that he he very well may not be a new england patriot this year if you're a true american you know what's going nick on. i mean where what do you, you think, think about yeah, this where do you like, think he's going is he gonna leave or is he gonna stay what's your feeling i think he's coming back to the patriots you do okay yeah i think he's just um it's all play to get a better deal, better contract for him. Yeah. 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 I, I could see that. You know, and he's got he's got more money than God, especially I mean his wife makes even more than he does. I mean, see what I don't Giselle. get is why leave? I mean, you got the hottest wife ever, you got some kids, you got a good family, the the best arguably the best team in the country right now. All right, you want you want to know why? Why leave? You want to you know, know why? why? I'll, I'll break it down right now. Please do. So he has, again, he's got six titles. He is one of the most, he's called the GOAT, the greatest of all time in his position, in his sport, arguably across all sports. But everybody always brings up, well, it's always Brady and Belichick, Belichick Brady and Belichick, 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 yeah. Belichick. And Brady at this point has not been getting, I think he hasn't been getting the respect he feels that he's earned mm -hmm. and he deserves. They've lowballed him on all these contracts. They gave him, you know, really no offensive weapons last season. Again, they tried bringing in Antonio Brown. That failed. Yeah. And I think Brady at this point is like, all right, put up a show up. If you truly believe in me, I'm going to give you two more years. Give me the contract I deserve. And they're not doing it. They continue to keep lowballing him. Yeah. And I think he wants to go out and prove that he can win without Belichick. Yeah. I really, really do. I mean, that makes sense. You and, know? I mean, there are teams out there you could plug and play Brady into, and they are an instant Super Bowl contender. I mean, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean... At the same time, you could have the greatest coach ever, dude, but that doesn't mean... The quarterback with no talent is going to play like Brady did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. And Brady, yeah. I think Brady still has something left in the tank. Mm -hmm. So, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But a couple more things in the news before we get into Phantom Focus. But Animal Crossing, dude, New Horizons. Whoop, whoop. We played it at PAX East yes, we a couple did. weeks ago. Sure it launches her. in less than a week. I'm going to pick up. Just in time for coronavirus <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> yeah, quarantine Perfect. and chill. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's a new hashtag. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Animal Crossing New Horizons, 
it's coming out at the perfect time. If you need a game just to sink into and be happy, play Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, it's not going to stress you out. It'll... It's good. It's got the local co-op. I'm excited about it. It's a cute little game. Your kids can play it. You can play it. It's all about, you know, chilling out. This last bit of news. I'm curious. Have you seen this yet? Because I just stumbled across this today. Yeah, I did. Yep. And he put the progress bar up on his site. Yeah. So, Brandon Sanderson. The Branderson. The Sanderson. (laughs) The one and only. We talk about him all the time. Yeah, we do. I mean, he's Brian and I's favorite author, again, behind Mistborn. The Stormlight Archive, the Reckoner series. The yeah. list goes on. He's an incredible author. He's the guy that finished up The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. Um, he is working on, again, Mistborn. You and I have kind of talked back and forth, Brian. Yeah. That if there was ever going to be a trilogy film, like The Reckoners and Mistborn, they're both kind of neck and neck. They would both work perfectly. Brandon Sanderson himself is working on his own screenplay for this film. Yeah. He got tired of waiting. For, you know, Hollywood studios to jump in, option the movie. It's been optioned and unoptioned multiple times. Yeah. The content is there. If they can go and make this a trilogy, if he can write the screenplay, I think it's gold. And I, I'm i excited. Well, we, we don't saw know the progress bar. It's a movie or a TV show yet, right? We technically don't. No. I think it would be better as a miniseries, possibly 10 episode miniseries or. Like a six-episode, two-hour type thing. See, you know? I, that's where I disagree with you. I think I think the Miss I think Mistborn. It's a trilogy of books. I think it would work well as a trilogy of films. Yeah, but I think the so Stormlight Archives would work better as a almost a Game of Thrones esque. I feel like the books could be broken up into like amazing parts of a television series. The they Mistborn could. books, you know, they they definitely could. Yeah. I but just either that, way, dude, seeing it on screen is going to be amazing. No matter I agree. what, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be incredible. Yep. I'm super excited. But that being said, that closes out the coronavirus at random news. Yup, and we're going to get into our fandom focus of the week, which again, this is a St. Patty's Day episode. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, gentlemen. Let's clink these glasses. Yeah. Oh, I, can't. I still oh, got some beer. Yeah. it's not bad yeah. luck. <laughs> And let's get hugging straight bourbon. That's weird. (laughs) Let's get into our fandom focus of the week. Our fandom focus of the week. The St. Patrick's Day special. Our top 10 consensus. Craft beers. Oh, what else but beer? What else but beer? Oh, yeah. Pour, like, pouring out like for your the, homie right it's there. It's like the scene in the movies where they're pouring the coke into the ice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, per usual, we're going to be going worst to first. So, again, with 10 being the worst, first being the best, but by, you know, 10 by no means being bad. Yeah. But Brian, uh, G Money, and myself, that was correct, right? G Money? Yes. All right, beautiful. <laughs> so we all came up with our own, unbeknownst to each other, we all came up with our own personal top 10 lists with craft beers. We then took all of those lists. We smashed them together. We came up with a consensus top 10. Mm-hmm. And I feel good about it. We ended up jumping into Beer Advocate. We used that as our source for details on each uh, specific beer. 
And, I mean, we're going to kick it off, man, with number 10 right here. And right off the bat, you're going to see there's a lot of ties. Yeah. Because even with <clears throat> this being a, a consensus ranking, a lot of this shit came right down to the wire. And with some of our picks, shit got tied. So right off the bat, we have Sierra Nevada Torpedo. <sighs> I had that at my number seven pick. Yep. And then we have Shipyard Pumpkinhead, which you had that at your number seven pick, Brian. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, right off the bat... I'll kick it off with Sierra Nevada Torpedo. Again, it's an American IPA, 7.2% on the ABV. I love it, man. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, love it. This one. I mean, full flavor. I mean, it's got citrus pine. It's got that herbal character. Um, it, it's just delicious. It, it's If I'm thinking of an IPA, I love it. Absolutely do love it. Sierra Nevada. It's got a 93 ranking. Sierra uh, so Nevada. I like it. Talk to me about Pumpkinhead, so that's Brian. Not so local, right? Sierra Nevada, no. Okay, it is not right. local. Gotcha. So Pumpkinhead, honestly, the only reason I put this on the list, I'm pr craft beer enthusiast, probably wouldn't agree with me, but it's more of a nostalgia thing. I remember the first pumpkin beer I tried was a shipyard, and the only way I'll drink it is slutty pumpkin. You know, you throw a shot of <laughs> vanilla vodka in there and you get shit faced by the end of the night and you get um white chick wasted. Yeah, white chick wasted. <laughs> um but no, it's good, you know. It took me a couple tries. I hated it at first, but the after like the third try I really started liking it and it's uh sweet, but it's beer, it gets you drunk. I'm all about it. Word. Know? Yeah. All right. It's all so that matters, man. It's all that matters. Like right. It, in the like end. <laughs> so yeah. Sierra Nevada Torpedo and Shipyard, Shipyard Pumpkinhead at number 10. Let's move on to number nine consensus. This was a three-way tie. We had a few three-way ties, which was surprising. Yeah, wow. So we've got Sam Adams, Samuel Adams, Summer Ale. Brian, you had this at number six. Sure did. We have Stone, IPA. I had this at number six. And then Flying Dog, Horn Dog Barley Wine at Ooh. number six with G Money, Nick. <clears throat> so let's kick it off, Brian. Yeah, with Sam Summer. Talk All about right. Sam Summer. A so bit. Sam Summer was like my go-to drink. Obviously, when the weather started getting warmer, it really had that light, light flavor. But so you could drink a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's an American wheat beer. Yeah, which is cool. You know, it's brewed with malted wheat, lemon zest, and grains of paradise. Exactly. Which, yeah. You know, Sam Sam Adams. They were kind of, especially in if you're from New England yeah. and you're listening, I mean, a lot of people look, that's not a craft beer, but that's because they they were like one of the original craft beers mm -hmm. in New England. Yeah. And they blew up. And yeah, Sam Summer, it's a good pick. Yeah, I could put them down all day, every day. Eventually, it started giving me heartburn, so I had to stop drinking them. <laughs> <laughs> they were my favorite beer for a while. Yeah, that's that lemon zest, bro. That lemon zest. That heartburn coming in. That wheat. So I, my pick here was Stone IPA. I love Stone Brewery. I mean, Nick, we've talked about this before. They've got the Levitation, the Ruination. They've got a lot of good beers, but their regular IPA, I was always a big fan of. You know, the ABV, it's a 6.9, so it's it's up there, but it's not too, too up there. And it's just great, man. It's great. It's, uh, I feel like I may have it's had golden, It's golden. It's citrusy. Point. I mean, the hop aromas. It's got a little bit of malt in it. It's delicious. Dude, but Nick, shit. I'm curious. Talk about this horn dog barley wine from Flying Dog. Yeah, tell, tell me about horny. this beer, bro. Does it get you horny? So this is a high ABV uh, barley so wine style 10.2. God damn. Yeah. Oh damn. Hang on. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like the barley wine style ales. They're strong. They're very hop forward, and they get you the yeah. At 10.2%, dude. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, you'll you'll be feeling those 10.2s pretty quickly, but yeah, that's cool, man. And now uh, Flying Dog Brewery Again, you were the one that actually introduced me to this brewery with a different beer, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. They're based out of Maryland. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Most of the stuff I've tried from them, I like it. Yeah, I, have, I haven't had the uh, pleasure of trying one yet. Let's move on to number eight, another three-way tie. Mm. We've dude, got- I love three-ways. This works <laughs> so well. <laughs> hey, dude, it ain't gay if it's a three-way, all right? <laughs> no homo. <laughs> I got my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's going skiing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start it with Lawson's Finest. Oh, Sip of Sunshine. Goodness. I had that at my number eight pick. Uh, and Nick, you actually had that at your number eight pick. So that was a that was a combo breaker right there. Oh, okay. So Lawson's Finest, Sip of Sunshine. That made me and Nick's list at number eight. Main Beer Company, Lunch. That was my number five pick. That was enough to bump it up to number eight consensus. And then Smutty Nose, Robust Porter. Nick, you had that at five. So, Nick, this is me and you on this, bro. Yep. This is uh, this is all us here. Let's kick it off with Sip of Sunshine uh, by Lawson's Finest, which they're based out of Vermont, right around Burlington. Is it is it in Burlington? Uh, I, I went and visited. I, again, I was on a bachelor party. I was shit-faced. I actually visited their taproom brewery. If you're in Burlington, Vermont area, it's fantastic. It's it's really, really good. But it's an American Imperial IPA. It's got an 8% ABV. And, I mean, dude, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's technically, you know, it's kind of, even though it's an IPA, it's kind of very, like, fruity and tropical. And um, it, it's very drinkable. Right. It's a New England IPA. Yeah. And it's delicious. Yeah, and normally a beer like this wouldn't make my list, but recently it has gained distribution into further areas like where we live. Yeah, because so, before I know it was yeah. hard to come by. For that reason, I put it in the top ten because yeah. hard to get beers aren't great beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because <laughs> yeah. I've got another beer on this list we're going to talk about in a little bit, which I think that was a reason you didn't put it in your top ten. But uh, let's talk about lunch by Main Beer Company. This beer is so popular that I keep hearing about this. Yeah, I've never actually. I, I had love it, before, it. again. Yeah. Main Beer Company. Um, again, I'm mentioning Main Beer Company. Uh, they're based out of Florida. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. they're based out of Maine yeah. uh, in the U.S. So in the up north, in the northern, in the north, the, the north. north, up in the north, the, the king, of, the king in the north, <laughs> but. Lunch by Main Beer Company, uh, again, another American IPA, 7% on the ABV, so it's got that kind of, that perfect middle ground where, you know, it's it's got kick, but not too much. You can sip on these and still be okay, yeah. but yeah. I love it, man. I really, really love it. You know, it's got that subtle malt sweetness. It brings it right into balance, and um, they also brew it with some, like, citrus fruits, a little bit of pine in there, and it's got a great taste to it very drinkable and it's to the point where it's so popular like if you're if you're actually in a uh, a store that gets this and they get stock in a lot of times they'll hop on the uh 
whatever the uh, the overhead mics, and they literally just say "lunch is served." Oh yeah, letting you know that they just got Mean Beer Company lunch in, huh. and people will run over and grab it. So, no shit. Yeah, very, very, uh, very good IPA. If you're ever up in Maine, check out the brewery. It's fantastic. Does it taste like lunch? Oh, it does, Brian. It tastes like lunch. Oh, yeah. Nick, Nick, you need to uh, you need to bring me up to speed here. Tell me about this robust porter by Smutty Nose. Well, Smutty Nose, uh, <laughs> robust porter. It's a very smooth, light drinking porter. Yeah, so it's mahogany colored. Oof. So you it, know it's going to be smooth. It's going to be heavy too. It makes my top ten because. I can drink unlimited amounts of them. So it's interesting. So this is a 6.2 on the ABV. So again, a decent ABV, very drinkable beer. You could definitely have a few of these without keeling over. But interestingly enough, they'd also, if you're drinking this, it has like subtle notes of coffee and chocolate to it. Yeah. So I haven't had this. Is that true? You can actually kind yeah. of taste the coffee oh, yeah, and chocolate. Definitely. That's that's cool. Like I'm, I'm a fan of porters. Porters are one of those things like I... It's tough for me to drink a lot of them. Yeah. I feel like they're very filling. See, well, like, porter porters are are not quite like what you think. They're a lot more watery than you think it would be, being mm. black in color. Mm-hmm. Just like a, a black a dark IPA, for instance. Sure, it looks yeah. black. It looks heavy, but it's not. Hmm. And that's what the style of porter is. It's not quite a stout. And this is why we have him on this podcast, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Buddy, he is the expert. On Dropping craft some beer, knowledge, on she us. money. <laughs> so let's move on to number seven here. So number seven, once again, is a tie. And once we get to the lower numbers here, the ties are going to break. But this was oh, just a tie, so not a three-way. No three ways. I wish. I wish. Well, one of the states just banned three ways and everything because of the virus. So that's a good thing. <laughs> awesome. But this is a straight-up tie between Lord Hobo. Lord Glorious. Hobo. So, Brian, you had this at number four. Yeah, dude. Lord. And then the alchemist, Heady Topper. That was my number four. So, Brian, this is mono e mono. Mono e And spoiler alert: this isn't. This is not going to be the only Lord Hobo beer we talk about on this podcast. It's my I'm favorite a huge, brewery. Huge, so. yeah. huge, huge. I, I'm right. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Lord Hobo has probably become my favorite brewery. Based out of uh, Woburn, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Lord Hobo Glorious. All right, dude. So I picked another Lord Hobo on this list. And I'm not going to mention what it is, but Glorious is a New England IPA. And I tried this for the first time at PAX East when I went with Taylor at um, Bar Taco. And it's a little lighter than the other one I picked, but also has the Lord Hobo taste. Um it just goes down so easy. I can drink a ton of them, but at the same time, it's got a 6.5 ABV, so, you know, it yeah. hits you. And, yeah, and um, I know they use um, I know they use a double dose of, uh, they're called Galaxy Hops, which yeah. I guess are pretty rare. So it's on the menu as Galaxy. I don't know if that would be the same everywhere else, but it's called a Glorious. So if you're yeah, looking Yeah, it's Glorious for, on the can, If yeah. you're mm-hmm. looking for it on a menu, they put it under Galaxy. I don't know why. Cool. Yeah. Well, peach grape aroma. I didn't even realize that. I'm going to talk about a beer that many listeners right now, if you're a craft beer aficionado, you've probably heard this name come up before. I'm talking about Heady Topper by The Alchemist Brewing. Again, another uh, brewing company out of Vermont. Vermont. 
Vermont has a ton of awesome breweries, well, what man. What else is there to do in Vermont? <laughs> like, well, isn't Bernie from Vermont? Uh, exactly. Like, <laughs> we should have had Bernie on the watch cast, Bernie, man. You, you watch Bernie marathons, and then you brew some beer. <laughs> and then you keep watching Bernie marathons. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming back to the cast, Bernie. No problem. And don't forget to give me half your money before I leave. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. But, yeah, the... Uh, Again, Hetty Topper. It's a New England IPA. It's got 8% ABV. Again, it's brewed by the Alchemist. It's considered within beer circles to be one of the greatest beers, one of the greatest IPAs to ever have been made. Wow. And Nick, like I, I know, like you and I, we're, we're pretty into craft beers. And I was shocked when this wasn't in your top 10. But you brought up a good point. Tell, tell me about why this wasn't in your top 10 again. Well... Hetty Topper is definitely one of the greatest beers to ever hit your palate. Um, but it doesn't make my top 10 because I can't get it unless I drive three hours. Yeah. And it, you know so, what? That is a good point. Yeah. That if really it's not available, how can it be your favorite that beer? That really you know is a good I mean? point. And again, you know, I had this at my number four pick. And then after you brought up that point, you know, I probably could have pushed it down a couple notches, but... It was almost that allure, too, of you you want what you can't have. And it's one of those things that when you finally get it, like, oh, shit, yeah, this is great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I still love it. I think it's very, it's delicious. It's great. The drinkability is up there. And it sucks that you can't get it readily everywhere. It's definitely delicious, but there's plenty of local beers that are almost as delicious that you can just go right out and get yeah which we're going to talk about in a little bit but my friend i will be in burlington vermont this june as long as coronavirus does not end the world by then yeah i'll get you some heady topper mm. let's go to number six we've got a tie again another one treehouse brewing company juice machine this was brian's number three pick so he had this he had this high i did and then flying dog brewery Double Dog. <laughs> Nick had this at three, a.k.a. Double Dog, a.k.a. the Diaper Dog. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that story a little bit, Nick, oh, but God. let's let's kick it off with Juice Machine. Brian, I'll All be right. honest. I know nothing about this Honestly, beer. Honestly, I don't really know a lot about it either. I remember I tried it a while back, and it just made a really good impression on me. It's, again, on New England IPA. I don't, I don't know if you can tell I like IPAs. <laughs> yeah, it's um, kind of the go going trend but yeah it is uh treehouse brewing company which is extremely popular as far as i can tell i don't like i said i don't well you and i went to that beer fest a little while back treehouse was kicking around and everything they had was great it was and they're from what i can tell they're huge in the craft beer game they got a ton of them but this one i tried and it was definitely one of the beers that left an impression on me so that's why i put it on the list i haven't had it since and i didn't have it before but i remember it and it's actually a double ipa and they actually use multiple different hopping techniques they use magnum columbus amarillo citroen galaxy and they actually call it out galaxy yeah. yeah they actually call it out as their most complex drink that they make um, and they throw in multiple different flavors. There's tangerine, mango, lime, papaya, grapefruit. <laughs> and then they throw in what they call waves of darkness. Whoa. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I have not had it yet, but I'm going to have to check this out. Again, yeah, 8.2 on the ABV. So this is, uh, that it was kicks. Good. It was good for me. It, it It's definitely like a fruity type of, <laughs> you know, beer. But 
I loved it. Well, yeah. I best be getting my cocktail. Fruit, fruit. <laughs> yeah, you Let's, better bring your diapers because you're <laughs> in line. For Here we go. One. So, Nick, Nick, you yeah. need to take this here, man. Talk about Flying Dog Brewery Double Dog, aka Diaper Dog diaper IPA. Dog. Oh, what can you tell me about the Diaper Dog here, Nick? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> Flying Dog Brewery is awesome. I love their art. Uh, the art on, on this their, is awesome. It's like a this weird on their dog beers. man with a diaper on <laughs> so, it. It's called uh, Double Dog IPA, and you'll be it, sitting on the you'll be sitting on the toilet the next day, right? <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> uh, their beer uh, art has a dog with a diaper. <laughs> goes in right, comes out. If loose, you drink basically. all four of those, you're definitely gonna end up on the toilet all day. The oh, next. Oh. That's Never, a diaper dog, bro. So, yeah. They now, taste really good and uh, they're strong. Okay. Yeah, twelve percent on the ABV, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah so this is literally yeah. holy shit. Yeah. That'll. <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> like, that'll 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 put you down pretty quickly. Right. <laughs> so pretty much, randos, if you're listening, if you're drinking a diaper dog, please drink it on the toilet responsibly. With a depend on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move up to number five. Again, a three-way tie. And then after we get through number five, all the ties are done with. We're down to single beers. Yes, sir. Three-way tie. We're going to kick it off with Harpoon Brewery's UFO White. That Brian, was this was, was your number two. It's me. Magic Hat, number nine. This was my number two. And Sierra Nevada, Bigfoot Barley Wine. Nick, this was your number two. I don't know why I wrote number nine, because that is a mistake. <laughs> that is a mistake. But it is your number two. Yep. So let's kick it off with UFO White. Brian, what can you tell me about UFO White? All right, dude. So as everyone or most people who listen weekly would know, we went to that Star Wars beer fest. We did. Harpoon was Harpoon there. Harpoon was there. Uh, we randomly were taking tasting everything they had and i we fell upon this one and god damn <laughs> did i damn. no honestly we hit this one it's really light it was really refreshing crisp it doesn't have a big abv 4.8 percent but i like light light colored beer light tasting beer you know what i mean so why do you gotta bring color into it i don't know you know there's nothing because... wrong with that you like what you like yeah yeah and and honestly, I mean, I like being able to put a lot down because UFO I drink a lot of beer, UFO so, White you know. is like, again, if if it's a summer day and yeah. you're looking for like that smooth Belgian, mm-hmm. just to and to some, sip down something that's not going to fill you up. This is a beer you would like to drink. You know, yeah, it's, a good it's, day drink. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and we're all about that day drinking here because we've yeah. been doing it today. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already noticed, listening to us, <laughs> but I'm going to move on to my pick here, Magic Hat Brewing Company's. Number nine. This made it all the way up to my number two pick, and this was this was a mix of nostalgia and uh, and also and also really what I believe in taste. And you know, it, this is a they call it a fruit and field beer. It's five point one on the ABV, so again, it's not super strong. Kind of in line with again, Brian just mel- uh, mentioned the Belgian white. Um, you know, the number nine is right in there, but. It's good, man. It's just a good tasting beer. And this was my, all the way back in the day, you know, when I first started actually drinking, Magic Hat Brewery was kind of my introduction into craft brewing. It really was. And number nine, number nine was the thing I kind of fell in love with. There was a good year or so where it was kind of the staple, what I would go with 
which again why I had it ranked so high. But it's got it's got a great taste. I mean, it's dry, it's crisp, it's refreshing, and they call it a not quite pale ale. And the best way to describe it, I mean, go out and buy it. Yeah, buy it, try it. I I love it. I think it's delicious. Again, another brewery that is based out of Burlington, Vermont, which again I'm heading to in June. I went to this brewery last year, did the tour, tried a couple different things, and uh, yeah, very cool brewery, good people, and uh, yeah, I love Magic Hat. Nick, what can you tell me about Sierra Nevada's Bigfoot? But he's not real. That he's not real. <laughs> Dude, Bigfoot exists. Take that back. <laughs> Bigfoot does exist. Um, <laughs> Bro, that's a big fandom. Do not <laughs> piss know. off the Bigfoot people. He exists, There's going to be a new not, episode. Just but. not in the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> this beer is awesome, and it's not only good from the day you buy it fresh. It can last for up to about 10 years, and I've drank in a 10-year-old. Uh, Bigfoot ale, one Damn. that you aged, or yes. someone else gave it to you. You personally no, I aged personally it. Personally, bought it and drank it. Holy it shit! Awesome. Wow. And there's actually stores that will sell. Uh, they'll save them and they'll sell vertical six packs of you know either three different years or six different years. They yeah. hold on to them and wow, it's really awesome. You know, it tastes about like a strong double IPA, fresh, and then as it gets older, it gets fruity um it starts getting real hazy uh funky looking stuff in there but it well, tastes bro, really good <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the abv right now i mean it's 9.6 it's almost 10 so i mean you drink a few of those and you'll be like <laughs> so, <laughs> so i mean yeah i'm gonna have to uh is this a seasonal or can you like it can is you get seasonal. your hand i okay. believe they only do it once a year all right well next time you can get one of these get me one i want to try it Hell yeah. Let's so. move up to number four. So now all of the ties, all that shit is done. We're down to single beers now. Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. Nick, this was your number one pick. That was enough to push it up to number four on our consensus rankings. Tell me about Celebration Ale. Well, first of all, I'd like to say Sierra Nevada is my favorite uh, brewery. It's funny because, you yeah. know, I... I have a lot of respect for them. I really do because kind of going up and, you know, you and I, again, being big craft beer guys, I've tried a lot of things and Sierra Nevada is one of those breweries. You almost don't even think of them as a craft brewer because their beer is so readily available everywhere. But that's more of a testament because, like, they're so goddamn good. Mm. Everything, their pale ale, Mm -hmm. torpedo, this, I mean, it's all so good. Yeah, Yeah, they... I feel that they helped invent um, the, this area of beer that we're in now, but uh, you know I don't have facts on that. But I f- I think they were one of the first craft breweries. Um, yeah, they they may have been along with Dogfish and Boston Beer Company. And yeah. you went um, you yeah, went all to, three of those are you, you actually know, they're the pioneers. Not to segue too much, you actually went to Dogfish a couple of years ago, correct? Yeah, you actually yeah. stayed there. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I'd like to check that out. Nice. But again, Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale, it's 6.8 uh, on the ABV. It's an American IPA. And yeah, apparently it's uh, it's layered pine and citrus hop aromas. They balance delicately against delicately. rich malt sweetness. So, to in my this opinion, bold it, with this the is class. the way that a beer is supposed to taste. Yeah. Sierra Nevada Celebration Ale. Hell yeah. Uh, once a year availability, that's how beer should taste. 
Yeah, I mean, it's... When's it released? So what part of the year? I believe it's wintertime. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So if you look at the label art on there, it's a uh, like a cabin yep. with snow. It's snowing or something. Yeah, it's so that makes snowstorm. sense. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'll have to try that, but... Let's move on to our number three pick. So we're getting down to uh, the top three beers, consensus-wise, that we all picked here at Craft Beers. Final countdown. <laughs> so, Nick, this was one that you and I agreed on. Dogfish Head, 120-minute IPA. I had this at my number three pick. You had this at your number seven. That was enough to push it up to our number three pick. And I love this goddamn beer. It's a holy grail for hop heads. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the ABV is at, you know, at a very low 18%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely getting a goddamn. That's so, going to be a yeah, ex- beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, he, he, you drink one of these quickly. <laughs> I'll be shaking it like Shakira on the table, too. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, this beer. <laughs> this beer is fantastic and it ages fantastically as well. I drank one that I aged for a couple of years and dude, it's it's just it's awesome. Huh. It's awesome. I mean, the way they make it too. I'm going to quickly go through this. So, the 120 minute IPA is brewed to a colossal 45 degree plateau, boiled Ooh. for a full 2 hours. Again, that's where the 120 minute comes in while being continuously hopped with high alpha American hops, then it's dry hopped daily in the fermenter for a month, and it's aged for another month after that on a whole leaf hops. So you just mentioned, if you're a hop head, this is your beer. It is delicious. I love it. I mean, how do you feel about this? It's unbelievable. Um, you know, just to make a beer of that high ABV is very, very hard. Hmm. Yeah, because without... Creeping into barley wine territory. Well, not even that because, um, uh, so basically, (laughs) (laughs) beers don't survive over 12 ABV. You you know, it's not, you know, most breweries can't make it over 12. Except because the yeast just. Before the yeast die. Okay. Uh, But Dogfish has found a way to keep those yeast viable into higher ABVs. Cool. No shit. I don't know how, um, but that's they do it, and they they range anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent ABV on their uh, one twenty wow. minute IPAs. Awesome. Are they the only ones that can do that? Like bring it above fifteen percent while They're keeping it in IPA. They're the only ones that do. Yeah. Yeah. That, no that. shit. Huh. That's cool, man. I'm gonna have to try that. More alcohol is always good by me. Well, so. we've got uh, again. If you're heading into the <clears throat> You know, right around the border from Mass to New Hampshire, and you're looking for a place, check out AOTS State Line. Yes, sir. Liquor store. Uh, they have everything, and they usually have 120 minutes on the shelf. I go to AOTS hard- all the time. Yeah, dude. they're hard to come yeah. by. But let's move on to our number two pick. Yep. Number two consensus ranked. We've got Sam Adams Boston Lager. It's a classic. <laughs> 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 was that Sam Jackson? It was Sam Jackson. <laughs> It'll get you drunk. 
So Sam Adams, Boston Lager. Mm. Oh, God, he's cutting mm. in again. God damn it, Sam. <laughs> shut down right now. So, Nick, you had this at number four. Brian, you had this at number five. So you two were twinsies on this. You had it I guess so, pretty yeah. much right around the same spot. I don't like lagers, man, but honestly. You two, yeah. You two yeah. take this and talk about Boston it. Boston Lager is a classic. I can drink it. Um, it's, like I said, it's a classic. It, the taste is there. The alcohol is there. Everything about it is good by me, so. I agree with you. It's yeah. a classic style. It's called it's a Vienna Lager. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so it's brewed with different ingredients and the beers we drink, like IPAs, but yep. it just has like a spicy taste to it that you're it just does, familiar yeah. with and it's good. Yep. Uh, Makes you feel warm, you know? Like, uh, and I guess it's partly because the first Pats game I ever went to with my dad was boston lager right away it was like oh, hell yeah. that was the yeah. first beer i got you know in the plastic bottle and everything so yep that's yeah we had to be on the list we're borderline a little biased too being from you know boston the boston area naturally yep but you know sam adams we mentioned uh you know you, you brought up uh sierra nevada earlier <clears throat> that that is sam adams in the new england area yeah you know sam adams from a craft brewing standpoint is just they started out small and became huge in the entire New England area and then all of the U.S. But, you know, Sam Adams, they they do. They knock it out of the park. I mean, I still, I'll if I go to a bar anywhere in New England, yeah. you know, and you want to get, I'm still a fan of getting Sam Adams on tap. If you can get their Oktoberfest or Alpine Spring, their yep. Summer Ale, I mean, the list goes on. Cold the snap. Cher- the cold, I'm, a, yes, the cold snap is actually I like on, if you can get snap. that on tap, it's yeah. actually very good. Dude, you remember cold the, on top. the like bombardment of com- commercials we got when the owner was walking around like sniffing all the yeah. hot. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, there was like a good year where you saw nothing but Sam Adams commercials on TV. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. But let's keep it in line with our number one pick. Yes, sir. Another brewery based out of Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, right next to my hometown. Literally borders. Boom. boom! Check out the boom! 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 <laughs> Lord Hobo, boom sauce! Get the boom sauce! Or as I like to call it when I'm drunk, the boom house. <laughs> I have no idea why. Boom house? Eventually, I just started calling it boom house one Taylor, day. Taylor, give me a boom house! Taylor's like, stop calling it boom house. <laughs> They're going to cut us off. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so Lord Hobo, boom sauce. I had this at my number one pick. Brian, you had this at your number one As pick. Did I, yep. Nick, you did not have this in your top ten, but it wasn't out of spite. I know you're a Boom Sauce fan. I love Boom Sauce. All right, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, Lord Hobo Boom Sauce, again, based out of Woburn, Massachusetts. I've been to this brewery. They've since done it all over. Very cool place. Go check it out. It is a New England IPA. It is 7.8% on the ABV. So this thing will kick you in the ass if you drink a couple quickly. And, I mean, it's their flagship flagship IPA. Got to get it on the tap. Absolutely. If you can get get this on on tap, tap. it's great. It features six hop variants. Uh, It's a blend of spelt, (laughs) oat, and wheat. Uh, A late hop edition of Mosaic, Falconer's Flight, Ella, and Amarillo. Delivers a notable citrus and tropical fruit finish. God damn, this God, beer is oh, great. Oh, damn. See, I think this one, out of everything on my list, blends the heavy taste with the light feeling yes. perfectly. And 
I can honestly put him down all night, dude. Which and at seven point eight percent, I am gone. By I was gonna say night. it's yeah. it's uh it's it's a great thing and it's a terrible thing yeah <laughs> because you're like wow this is pretty smooth right yeah and then you're two to three deep and you're like oh no yeah it, oh, no. here comes the boom <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so that that rounds out all of our picks here again i'm gonna quickly go through the top 10 just so we can recap so at number 10 we had sierra nevada torpedo and shipyard pumpkin head at number nine we had Sam Adams Summer Ale, Stone IPA, and Flying Dogs, Horn Dog Barley Wine. At number eight, we had Lawson's Finest, Sip of Shun- Sunshine, uh, Main Beer Company Lunch, and Smutty Nose, Robust Porter. At number seven, we had Lord Hobo's Glorious and The Alchemist's Heady Topper. At number six, Treehouse Brewing Company's Juice Machine and Flying Dog Brewery's Double Dog. Diaper dog. Diaper dog. Uh, number five, we had a th- and again another three-way tie. Harpoon Breweries UFO White, Magic Hat number nine, and Sierra Nevada Bigfoot Barley Wine. At number four, we had Sierra Nevada's Celebration Ale. At number three, we had Dogfish Head 120-minute IPA. At number two, Sam Adams Boston Lager. <laughs> and at number one, Lord Hobo's Boom Sauce. So, gentlemen, I think this is a pretty damn good list. Again, if you're listening and you're thirsty. Oh, go and have a beer, will yeah. you? Go on and have a beer go this St. Paddy's Day. Watch Leprechaun on the horror movies or oh, something, dude. you know? Oh, we got to talk Leprechaun. You know? Yeah. I love Leprechaun. It's Maybe so good. Maybe watch some Braveheart, you know, Scottish <laughs> and Ireland. doesn't matter. Same love old it. shit. Uh, but in closing, gentlemen, do we have anything else? Nick. Dude, thank you so much for coming hey, on. I'm G-Money. You guys, you, thank you, mate. you guys were awesome. Yeah, you Thanks were for awesome. having me. Thank you for your knowledge and dropping it on us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going, you're going like Australian now, bro. I know. I told you it gets into like Borat Australian. <laughs> Soon enough, I'll just be talking Chinese, you know. <laughs> but again, Randos, uh, thank you for listening. Stay safe. Watch out for Corona. We love you all. Drive safe. <laughs>